We control two aspects of this experience, our attitudes and our actions. Outside of that, life is constantly in flux. Through discipline and vigilance, we master ourselves. Good times come and go. Tough times come and go. This is the end of the world. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Ebb and Flow podcast. I am your host, Eben Britton. I hope you guys are hanging tough. I know this thing is dragging on and there's a lot of craziness, a lot of chaos, a lot of weird energy out there. So it's, it's vitally important that we do everything we can to stay centered and to stay sane and to keep ourselves and our families safe in this time. So today we're going to do something a little different. Uh, I'm going solo. We have no guest, but I'm going to speak to you about meditation, my own personal experience, my own practice, my own thoughts on meditation, what it's done for me, hopefully to open the door or show you guys the way to starting your own practice and to incorporating meditation into your daily routine. I've got some Palo Santo, one of my favorite smells, scents. Uh, It's a fantastic uh, energy clearer, cleans the air. I'm going to get some of this going before we start rocking. Get some of that burning. Mmm. And I've also got some high CBD hemp I'm going to smoke here uh, just to clear the channel. So check it out. Meditation. It's very trendy these days, especially among the wellness and spirituality gurus. Meditation is nothing new. Meditation has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Um, I don't know exactly the history of it, but I do know that there's a reason that this practice has transcended eras, transcended generations, and continues to emerge as a crucially, vitally important tool for humans to tap into. And the beautiful part about meditation is you really don't need anything. You don't need an app. You don't need to go meet with a teacher. You don't need to go to some ashram. You don't need to go to church, etc. You can do it wherever you are, whenever you are, and it's always available to you. So one of the first things I find interesting and, and funny is that Many people, when you approach the topic of meditation, immediately they say, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to sit and meditate. Uh, My mind is way too hectic and chaotic. There's no way I can sit down for five minutes, let alone two minutes, uh, to meditate and focus on my breath or clear my mind, whatever it is. And the interesting thing is, of course, You feel this way if you've never meditated before. 
our minds are programmed to constantly be uh, taking in information, analyzing that information, seeking out uh, answers, problems, solving, asking more questions. And the fact that most of us are dependent on our phones and technology to do our work and to do our business, it exacerbates this issue and creates more uh, chaos in the mind. Imagine that you, you take a walk through Times Square in New York City, and there's just nothing but massive signs and flashing lights, and you're getting tons of stimulus and input that's overwhelming your nervous system. And so this is really just a, a microcosm of what life is really like. You know, we are constantly taking in information, processing it. And then on top of that, you know, our brains, one of our brains, uh, main objectives or jobs in this life is to keep us alive, to keep us safe. So we're constantly scanning for information, taking in our surroundings, understanding where the threats are, uh, is our life in danger, etc. And then on top of that, you add in your relationships that you have with people, how you feel about them, how you feel about yourself within them, how you feel about the food you're eating, what the food you're eating is making you feel, uh, how you didn't work that day, old past resentments, etc. And you get to this level where you're just, your mind is just a ball of chaos and there's very little room for clarity. So meditation really helps you to start organizing this thing, your mind, and, and organizing your processing systems. I know it's been said before, but your mind and your brain are really, it's, it's really the most powerful computer this, this universe has ever known. And you have the ability to program it however you choose. Most of us in this day and age, we've lost sight of that. And we're programmed by a lot of other external things that really have nothing to do with us and our individuality and who we are and what we're doing here. So how do you start meditating? Well, there's some key points here. When you begin meditating, you want to maintain integrity in your physical body. So what does that mean? That means you either want to be sitting straight up with a straight back, your feet planted firmly on the floor, your hands somewhere about mid-thigh uh, or close to your knee, depending on the length of your arms. Not too far forward that you're leaning forward and not too far back that you're leaning back, but just in that nice middle ground. You can also meditate while lying flat on your back. Now, yogis, why is this important? Yogis talk about how the spine is the axis of the universe. Axis, A-X-I-S. What does that mean? That means that really your spine, your spinal cord's health and the integrity of your spinal cord is really like an antenna to the universe, to the outside world. So it's incredibly important that you keep that integrity within your physical structure while meditating. So that means you're not slouching down in your seat. You're not curled up in a ball. 
you're not, you know, laying on your side, etc. You keep that physical integrity. That's the best way I can describe it. So if you're seated, there's many different ways to go about this, seated or lying down. The first one is mindfulness meditation. How do you do that? Well, you begin mindfulness meditation by just bringing your attention to your breath. And you start to follow your breath as it goes in your nose. And it goes out your nose. And you just follow that breath. And you continue to follow that breath. And you feel what it feels like as it goes in your nose, down your throat, filling your lungs. Maybe you feel it expanding your belly. And then you feel it exit. And you, you watch it as it exits your body. So this is mindfulness meditation, following the breath. Very basic. Now, as you're doing this, do not be discouraged if you get three breaths in and all of a sudden your mind starts to drift out into something, you know, totally uh, uh, out there. You know, it, it might drift to what you ate for breakfast this morning, uh, the meeting you have later, uh, what your friend said last night, etc., etc., etc. Your mind can go a million different directions during meditation. This is okay. This is part of the training. Meditation is like going to the gym for your mind. So it's about constantly you drift off, you drift out of awareness of your breath and into some thought. And then you just bring your focus, just gently bring your focus back to the breath. Acknowledge whatever thought that was, just like a feather touching a bubble. Gently acknowledge it, recognize it as being there, and then just bring your, bring your focus gently back to the breath. And you do this over and over again. And I suggest beginning with five minutes. If you can sit and just listen to your breath for five minutes, I guarantee you, you will feel a difference in your overall well-being, in uh, the state of mind that you're in, your calmness, your level of awareness, etc. You'll be a much more pleasant person to yourself and those around you if you give yourself just five minutes a day of listening to your breath, following your breath. And like I said, your mind is going to drift. The practice becomes gently bringing your focus back to your breath over and over again. It's really that simple. So another way to, to meditate. <clears throat> this is a style of meditation I, I'm, I'm very fond of. And it's great because you can do it while driving. You can do it um, wherever you are, whenever you are, sitting at a desk, etc. And this is really a breath-focused meditation. And this is an ancient yogic technique, for lack of a better term, called the 478 method. So what does that mean, the 478? So with the 478 breathing meditation, you're going to breathe in your nose for a count of four. Hold it for a count of seven. And then exhale to a count of eight. 
And then you start that cycle over again. In the nose for four. Hold the breath for seven. Exhale the breath out your mouth for a count of eight. Now the exhale is the most challenging part of this because you'll find that you're running out of breath. Early on, you'll find that you're running out of breath as that eight count is going. So what I do is you really want to, you have to control the breath on the exhale. And what I do is I sort of structure my mouth as if I were sipping out of a straw or blowing out of a straw. And then you use your abdominals and your diaphragm to control the exhale of that breath. So this takes some practice. Uh, I do this for about at least 10 minutes a day, uh, as much as I can. 10 minutes, there's no better antidepressant, anti-anxiety medication on the planet than the 478 breathing method. So I highly recommend that. You will find that that uh, creates that same sense of well-being and calmness uh, and energy in your being. So that's another fantastic way to go. Now, another technique that I've recently, most recently uh, been practicing, and this has become my favorite style of meditation, uh, and I learned this from the great Alan Watts, and hearing him talk about his favorite style of meditation. Um, and really, as you become more and more advanced in your meditation practice, uh, you'll find that you're seeking out ways to, um, you know, create new and exciting ways to get yourself deeper and deeper into meditation. So this, this next practice, this ne next technique that I use is just listening meditation. So you do the same thing. You can either sit up or lie down. Um, and you just begin to listen to your environment as if you were listening to music. You don't associate any judgments or any thoughts with the sounds that you hear, but you just allow the sounds to enter into your ears and play with your eardrums and let them just be there. And the longer you can do that, you begin to realize that you're going deeper and deeper into this meditation. Now, how do you best get into it? You might come, you might feel incredibly anxious. You might feel uh, a lot of anger. You might be really frustrated during your day and you might have this thought, I'm going to try some meditation get myself out of this funk. I'm going to try some meditation. So it will be really difficult to go from that heightened state of anxiety or frustration or anger or heat, whatever it might be, into a very calm state of, uh, or calm, very meditative state. And so what's the best way to sort of descend into yourself? So you get yourself into that meditative position either sitting upright or lying flat on your back. Um, obviously, you can sit 
in lotus pose if you're flexible enough. For me, my hips, knees, and ankles are very <laughs> in in a lot of pain if I try to sit lotus position for for more than you know a few minutes. So I prefer just sitting up in a chair. Um, so what I begin with is belly breathing. So what is belly breathing? Belly breathing is exactly what it sounds like. You begin to breathe in your nose and you're taking deep, deep breaths now. And you're breathing, imagine that breath, you're breathing into your belly. And you're imagining that you're expanding that rib cage, you're expanding that diaphragm, you're expanding those abdominal muscles to fill your belly with as much air as possible until you're comfortably full. And then you're going to exhale that air out your mouth. Now, I like to do this, so one of the, one of the key uh, components of any successful meditation practice is to set a timer for yourself. I use a great app called Stop, Breathe, and Think. That's a really good one. You can also just use the timer on your phone. I like Stop, Breathe, and Think because I can get intervals. I can do a 30-minute meditation with 10-minute chimes in between. So why I do that is because for 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes of my practice, I'm belly breathing. I'm using my breath to decompress my nervous system to get me prepared physiologically for my meditation. So once that first 10 minutes is up, then I descend into my listening practice. Now, you're going to start, if you want to start with belly breathing, and you can also do belly breathing on its own. Belly breathing is an incredible way to decompress your nervous system and to get you into a very meditative state, out of a fight or flight state, um, out of the sympathetic nervous system and into the parasympathetic nervous system. So setting a timer also relieves your conscious mind of having to think and worry about how much time you've spent meditating. Because you'll notice as you begin to get better and better at your meditation, you'll lose track of time. Five minutes will seem like an eternity. 20 minutes will seem like five minutes, etc. Um, time is really relative when it comes to your meditation practice. So it's important to set a timer so that you don't have to think about that. So belly breathing, you're going to breathe in your nose, deep into your belly, feel your body expand to a comfortable fullness, and then you're going to exhale, and when you exhale, you're going to use your abdominals and that diaphragm to press the air out of your belly, out of your mouth. So you go like this. And you just continue in that cycle. You go for five minutes, go for 10 minutes. You can use this, as I said, as sort of a primer to your meditation practice. And it has tremendous benefits. Mental clarity, energy, calmness, reduction of anxiety, 
an increase in joyful moods, happiness, joy, gratitude, etc. Now, like I said, there are many ways to meditate. The most important thing is that you do it. Outside of everything else, it doesn't really matter what there is out there, uh, what apps someone tells you you need to meditate. If someone tells you you've got to go to an ashram and have have a, a guru teach you a mantra, etc., none of that matters. We all have the ability to meditate. It is innate. It is part of being human. It's it's one of our superpowers that we once we learn how to tap into it benefit us in so many ways it's sort of mind-boggling um that's really it folks that's it i encourage you guys to meditate i meditate for at least 30 minutes a day i do it just about right when i wake up in the morning um after i've let the dogs out uh i've drank a glass of water i've sort of settled into the morning and then I take, take my time to get into my meditation. I'll also, there's very, uh, you know, in this time of coronavirus where, you know, there's not, there's nowhere to go, but within, basically. I take as many trips inside myself as I possibly can. So if you can snag an extra 20 minutes in the afternoon to get more meditation in, even better. Uh, the most important thing is that you're doing it and you're taking time for yourself. I guarantee you with just five minutes a day, you'll notice a difference in your overall well-being and state of mind, your level of anxiety, how you approach and relate to the world and your family members, your friends, etc. Your relationships will get better. Your work will get better. Sex will get better. Everything will get better because you become you start to cultivate a state of mindfulness and a higher sense of awareness. It's a fantastic tool. Get it in when you can. If you have any questions, please subscribe on ebonbritton.com. You can find more information on my meditation practices and various techniques there. And I wish you guys all the best. Lots of love to you. Thank you so much for listening and joining me on this journey with the Ebb and Flow podcast. I am your grateful host, Evan Britton. Hope you guys stay healthy, stay passionate, stay in the gratitude, stay in the love. That's really at the end of the day, it's all we've got. Lots of love to you guys. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.